Welcome to the Connor Andrew Show Podcast. Now, today on the show, we're going to give away a meet and greet with the greatest hockey player on the planet, Connor McDavid. They said, hey, Garner, do you want to give away a meet and greet? And I said, sure, let's do this. So we're telling stories of that one time. Maybe you almost met Connor McDavid. Maybe it didn't go. Maybe you didn't. Maybe you were so awkward, you made a really bad first impression. I don't know. Just tell your story. Maybe you just saw him shopping for lettuce at Sobeys one day. I don't know. Just tell us a story about you and Connor McDavid. Doesn't even have to be a spectacular story. Uh, you there. You've got one. Go ahead. I do, actually. Um, I, oh, crap. I don't remember where it was. Somewhere downtown, like in the nightclub scene. Uh, he was in there with a few of the other Oilers. And um, I was I was too drunk and too confident. And I saw he had to go to the washroom, so naturally I followed. No, I think we're going to have to start disqualifying people that intentionally followed him into a bathroom. Because that's weird. And I don't condone that. But on the other hand, I am intrigued. You were drunk? Yeah, no. I, I So I was like, well, this could be a... I could get two birds stoned at once here. I could empty out and maybe... Get two birds stoned at once? Then, yeah, part of me wanted to talk to him at the at the urinal. But I didn't, obviously, because urinal etiquette. I didn't. Okay, and the worst good. part is I couldn't even piss. Like, I was just standing there like an idiot. And I think he kind of knew. He's like, this guy just followed me in here just to stand next to me because he's not even going. Oh, but, weird. Uh, he didn't pop a look over, but thank, thank goodness. But, yeah. So, That's all I got. <laughs> <laughs> so, well, this just, I don't know what's weirder when you talk to the guy at a urinal or when you just stand quietly in the corner. I, yeah, I, I think maybe. I was like, well, I picked one. So, yeah. Okay. <laughs> hang on, hang on. I'm putting you on hold. Yeah, I think when you intend, we're going to disallow stories where you follow him to a bathroom. I mean, if you're already in the bathroom and he comes in, that's a fine story. But tales of you following him in there, that's just too weird. Garner! Please welcome this morning's Garner Andrews Show featured listener! Hi, I'm Amy, and one time in Bantam Hockey, back when I was a goalie, we lost 24-0. to It was a rough season that year. Coming from a small town, it's hard to get goalies, so it was just me, and I kind of had to power through, even though I felt like I was going to pass out. Has this loss haunted you every day since then? Always. Whenever people bring up bad losses, I always have to mention that one, because it was... It was pretty rough. Another Garner Andrews Show featured listener. Yay. If you'd like to be featured on a future broadcast, text 10029. Sonic 1029. The Garner Andrews Show podcast. Garner. Hello. Hi, Garner. How are you? I'm doing well. How about you? Good. It's Friday. (laughs) Woo. Yeah. And Canada's winning the hockey. Oh. Oh, no, they're not. How did Germany get this far? Like, Germany's good at cars. They're good at fashion. Beer. Oompa-pa music. You know what? Surprisingly, I've been more into the women's hockey than the men's. Yeah. The the women's hockey was fantastic. Yeah, just that rivalry with the U.S. Mm -hmm. I was kind of more into that. I'm not as into the men, sadly, because there's no NHL players. Yeah, well, there was no NHL players playing for the women's team. Yeah, that's true. That's true. <laughs> I am calling. Can I throw uh, my son's name into the pot for the Connor McDavid meet? 
Do you have a story? Um, well, my story last year, and it wasn't necessarily meeting him, but I, I took him to a game, and we got there super early. He made a sign. We were down there right for the warm-up, and so the Oilers are warming up, warming up, and he got his attention, and at the very end of the warm-up, he skated over, had the pe- puck on his stick, and was doing like little trucks and stuff. Connor McDavid and- was doing tricks like in front of your son? Well, like with the warm up, like there yeah, was like probably a hundred kids. Oh, okay. I thought he was just putting on a one man show for your son. Well, I think I told him he was. Mm, okay, <laughs> yeah, that's good parenting. There's nothing wrong with that. <laughs> so, so he skates over and he flips the puck, and I thought he had it until this grown man kind of bulldozed him over oh. and snatched it right in front of his face. So I had my camera out and I was kind of like ready for the moment, ready for the moment. And then that happened. And I had a mom moment where I almost was ready to bulldoze this guy. Sort of like, you know, those stories of, you know, moms lifting station wagons off of toddlers, like that kind of rage. Yeah. Or that kind of uh, intensity. It's, it's, It's a strength that comes from parts unknown. Yeah. Yeah. So I was just fuming, and then just the look on his face when he turned around and looked at me and was just devastated because he got robbed oh. by a grown man. So that's did you get? My, now you said you had your camera. The only thing I can think of. Hang on. Did you say you had your camera out? Did you get a picture of the perp? No, but oh, I had it, it ready because I was be going to get the picture once he actually had the puck. <laughs> I was going to say, send me that picture, and we'll shame this guy into. Uh, surrendering the puck that was meant for your son. Oh, that would be awesome. I, You know what? I tried sending you a picture a little while ago of him because he was all geared up, ready for his game, and uh, it's not sending any pictures through. Yeah, we can't accept uh, pictures on the text machine. We're not quite that advanced yet. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. The text machine here is actually, you know, like one of those old Motorola bag phones, like when cell phones first came out. Uh-huh. Like, like that your dad had. What we did is we hollowed out a styrofoam cooler and we've mounted it in there because we have to ice it all the time to keep okay. it cool. Yeah, so that's the text machine. So it's not real sophisticated, but it works. Oh, okay. Yeah. Thank you for the story. I appreciate that. I'll get your phone number off air. You are in the running for the Connor McDavid meet and greet. Just after 9 o'clock this morning is when we'll make the decision. And by we, the judges that we've assembled in the boardroom right now, they've been sequestered overnight. Uh, They've been shut off from the outside world so that there is no outside influence affecting their decision. Garner? We are telling stories of the one time you had an encounter with the greatest hockey player on the planet, Connor McDavid. Maybe it didn't go exactly the way you'd hoped it would go. Maybe it wasn't quite as intimate as you'd hoped it would have been. And uh, we're going to give you a do-over. I have a meet and greet for you and a friend to meet Connor McDavid. This is coming up Thursday, March 1st. I don't know. Maybe there's a hockey game that day that I'm not allowed to talk about. Maybe there isn't. I don't know. I should really check the schedule. Maybe you'll go to that hockey game or maybe you'll go to a different hockey game. Maybe you'll go to like a peewee game in St. Albert or something. But there will be a game involved. Again, I can't talk about it. Uh, This one says... (laughs) Good morning. This is exactly the kind of story I enjoy. Good morning, Garner. I would like to share the story of how Mr. McDavid and I locked eyes at a red light for what seemed like an eternity, but was probably only five seconds. 
I thought I was staring into the eyes with my hockey soulmate, but it turns out it was just a giant fanboy in me overreacting. Thanks, Daniel. Okay, uh, that's beautiful. You saw him at a red light. That qualifies. Hey, Garner, are you still doing Close Encounter stories with Connor McDavid? Yes, I am. When he was first being drafted, he and some other young players were staying in the Hotel Selkirk in Fort Edmonton Park. Very weird, but it's very isolated. Anyway, I was a server slash bartender, and I didn't like hockey at all. He came in to eat with his friends, and the other servers were too nervous to talk to him, so I served them. He paid by flash credit, which overrides the tip. He then asked if he could tip me, and I told him, no, don't worry about it. Very nice guy. Now I'm married, and my wife is obsessed with hockey, and I regret not meeting him properly, Derek. Okay, Derek, you're in the running too. Maybe you can take your hockey-obsessed wife and you can meet Connor McDavid. The Garner Andrews Show Podcast. I wish I was a Sonic Rocker winner. Everyone would be so proud of me. Karen was on the Sonic Rock Door Friday morning. She took a listen to the clip. And then, like a lot of people, thought it was Green Day Brain Stew, but it's not. Monday morning at 8.20, the Rock Door is worth $182. You can hear the clip right now if you go to sonic1029.com. Tune in to the Garner Andrews Show weekdays at 8.20 to take your shot at the Sonic Rock Door jackpot. For Butler Plumbing and Heating. Garner. Hello. Uh, you're looking for uh, Connor McDavid run-ins? Yeah, yeah. Did you ever have an encounter with him? Crossed the street in front of me one time downtown. <gasps> Do tell us more. He was wearing pants that were too short and no socks. Pa- are you sure he wasn't just being stylish though? Because pants that are too short can sometimes be very, very stylish, especially if they're a tapered uh, dress pant. It, it, it probably was stylish. I'm I'm not the one to uh, to probably comment on that. Yeah. I'm probably too old to realize that that style. And just looked too short to me. Uh, were they fancy pants? Were they uh, clam diggers? What was <laughs> like capris type thing? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I like he didn't. It didn't look bad. I just felt that they were too short. Was he walking with purpose? Uh, it looked like he was kind of just checking it out. Yeah, I'm not sure. He was. I didn't want to bug him. He was doing Conor McDavid things. So, and you were doing work. just regular everyday guy things. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Okay. Crossing the street. Do you think he still talks about this encounter that he had with you, with all of his friends? I think so. He's got such good peripheral vision that he would have definitely noticed me. Yeah, I imagine him and Dreisaitl probably got together this morning to watch this hockey game, Germany versus Canada, and he's probably telling Dreisaitl all about his encounter with you. I would hope so. I mean, my five-year-old talked about nothing but Connor McDavid scoring the winning goal last night, so. Uh, What's your name? Marty. Marty? Yeah. Okay, Marty, I'm putting you on hold. You're in the running to win the Connor McDavid meet and greet. We'll, we'll make the decision just after 9 o'clock this morning. Uh, and this, this story right here is perfect because not all stories involve Connor McDavid walking past your house at 10 o'clock on a sunny Saturday morning with the birds chirping and helping you unload a hide-a-bed from the back of your minivan and even helping you to move it down to your basement before asking you if you want to hang out for the rest of the day on White Avenue and you and him becoming best friends. They're not all like that. 
the Garner Andrew Show podcast. Garner. I don't know. Mm, I can never get these things open. I know it's so tricky. You need one of those knives. Uh, okay. Should we just dial the phone? What should we do? Yeah, let's call this person. Oh wow, you've dialed already, Amber. She's on the ball. Huh. I don't know who we're calling though. It's just a phone number. Hello? Hi. Hi, it's Garner and Bryce over at Sonic. Hi, how are you doing? Good. Have you got a minute? Yeah. Okay. What's your name? Who is this? My name's Kendra. The judges just returned an envelope to the studio here. Mm-hmm. The jury. Yeah. We tore it open and all there was in there was this phone number. Oh, what? Yep. Can you tell us your story quickly about the one time you met Connor McDavid? Um, I work at a rec center where they do a lot of the training camps for the Oilers. And I was, my job was to guard this door and nobody was supposed to go in because it was just like high people in the Oilers like area. And uh, cop comes the hallway, comes this kid dressed in street clothes and I was standing there and he's trying to get in. And I go, excuse me, sir. Like, I know you're trying to come in, but maybe go sit in the bleachers and you can have a chance to see the players later on in the day when they come out for their practice and he's looking at me like I'm an idiot and then behind me this man comes and goes Connor there you are and I look at him and I'm out of my mind thinking oh no I just told Connor McDavid he can't go into the Oilers training camp and man it was so embarrassing (laughs) (laughs) yeah now did he shoot you stink eye was he was he cool with it no it was just like he looked at me like baffled as if like you don't know who i am like you're at the oilers training camp and i'm standing at this door this idiot going hey you can't go in there yeah okay (laughs) do you still work at that rex or were you banned from working any further oilers training camps actually funny enough i wasn't banned but i was never scheduled for another one again Ooh! wow So have you been stewing on this ever since it happened? Does it keep you up at night? It does because, like, my boyfriend and my kid, like, they make fun of me all the time because of it. Mm. Do you think that a meet and greet with Connor McDavid where you could explain yourself might make things better? I think it would redeem myself in the eye of my kid. I wonder if he remembers that. He would remember that because this was this was when he first debuted with the Oilers, yeah, right? Yeah, it was like a couple of years ago. And yeah. it was just so embarrassing. I'll bet you he remembers the one time he couldn't get into training camp because of an overzealous security guard. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's funny too because like the, at the rec center, I was just like a like a guest service rep, so it's just some girl standing there telling him he can't go into the locker room. Uh, okay. So what? Telling him to take a seat on the bleachers. <laughs> so when you realized it was him and he got to go through those doors, did he kind of give you the eye roll you could see from space? Like, ugh. I didn't See. even look at him. I was so embarrassed. I probably just looked like a tomato. Now, this is good for you and one other person. Who gets to go? Your kid or the boyfriend? I think my kid. Yeah, that's the right choice. Yeah. Yeah, you can always get a new boyfriend. Yeah, exactly. But you can't bend the frame of a kid. No, my kid doesn't make fun of me as much as my my uh, boyfriend did, so he gets to come. What if now, if you go to meet Connor McDavid and all of a sudden Connor McDavid is like, uh, hey, could I buy you dinner? Would you ditch your boyfriend for Connor McDavid? I don't know. His girlfriend's pretty attractive. Yeah. Kendra, we're, uh, we'll get in touch with you a bit later on today and we'll give you all the details. But you and is it a son? Your son? Yeah, it's a son. What's his name? Ari. 
you and Ari get to go meet Connor McDavid. I get to see Faith. Yes, you do. Congratulations. Thank you very much to everybody who submitted their story. Holy crap, there were so many of them. There were a lot of good ones, but I like that one. The So did I. Uh, and if we've them. learned one thing from the show over the past couple of days is... Uh, Stop following him into bathrooms, okay? Yeah, let the guy pee in peace. Everybody just leave him alone. It's okay if you're in there already, but don't follow him in there. And if you're in there already, just leave him alone, okay? Please leave him alone. Yeah, don't talk to him until he's finished. How about the story of the one guy who followed him in there and then just stood there? Yeah. He didn't pee or anything, he just stood there. That one was automatically disqualified from winning. Yeah, we didn't even put that one in the envelope that we submitted to the jury. Uh, I guarantee you, Connor McDavid remembers the story. That one. Yeah, your first training camp, you walk in, you're rejected from entering the dressing room. <laughs> yeah, what have I done? <laughs> Welcome Th- to Edmonton. Thank you, Kendra. Thank you to everybody. Garner! Music news you can use on Sonic 1029. Here's Bryce Kelly. It's Friday, and this is what's going on. Muse frontman Matt Bellamy says that guitar in rock songs is not what it used to be. He says its days of being a focal point are done as more genres and eras are starting to be blend together. Of course, that is very evident in the new song they just released last week, Thought Contagious. Sonic. Our Lady Peace released a full album today. It's called Somethingness. It follows an EP they released last fall, and it's their first full length in over five years. Of course, Our Lady Peace will be in Edmonton co-headlining two shows with Matt Good at the Jubilee Auditorium in late March. Sonic. And Vance Joy returns to Edmonton in June. He has a show at Rogers Place on June 27th. Tickets for that bad boy are on sale starting today. That's it for Music News You Can Use. I'm Bryce and Sonic. Garner! Garner! It's the Garner Andrews Show podcast! Podcast! Uh, I want to read you a text message here. We'll have to put this in the file because this might be good. Uh, It says, Garner, the security guard that denied Connor McDavid access to the Oilers dressing room because she didn't know who he was was an awesome choice. You should do this as a topic one day. The one time you had a celebrity encounter and didn't even know it. I used to work as a limo driver in Vancouver. It wasn't just limos, I drove town cars, SUVs, you name it. One day I was doing a pickup at the Vancouver airport in a larger SUV. I went to the designated spot where I was met by a representative for the passenger I was to transport. She told me my customer's name was Paul and that I was to drive him to his hotel. No problem, I didn't think twice about it. This guy, Paul, got into the back seat and we begin the track to his downtown hotel. I always observe the rule of only talking if the passenger strikes up conversation, which he did. Mostly small talk. How do I like living in Vancouver? What do I do in my spare time? The traffic was quite heavy. I was driving a large SUV. I was more focused on my job than my passenger. It wasn't until I was pulling into the roundabout of the hotel that I realized my passenger was Paul David Hewson, better known as Bono from U2. I still regret not getting a picture or something. He was actually very pleasant, Tom. Okay, Amber, put this in the file. Thank you for listening to this edition of the Garner Andrew Show podcast. Check sonic1029.com for more.